Welcome to Mindful Conversations with Kay. I'm Christy. And I'm Kelly. We are both moms, educators, kidding around yoga teachers, and trainers, and now podcasters. In this podcast, we will talk about using research-based tools and strategies to help increase mindfulness, self-awareness, connection, self-regulation, and peace in your home or classroom. Join us weekly for some fun and insightful conversations where we will take a deep dive into all things kids yoga and mindfulness. Are you a kids yoga teacher? You need to check out our kids yoga spring kit. With this kit, planning, promoting, and filling your spring yoga classes has never been so easy. With our spring kids yoga teaching kit, you'll spend less time gathering ideas, building lesson plans, and creating marketing materials. That leaves more time for doing what you love, teaching kids yoga. Head over to kiddingaroundyoga.com and check out our shop where you can see all the details of our kids yoga spring kit. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Mindful Conversations with Kay. Kelly, how are things going today? Things are going very well. How are you, Christy? Good. Uh, I have a sick child at home. Oh, yeah. I had one home yesterday. Yeah. It's been a rough season. It's been a rough season. I think it's going to continue to be a bit of a rough season. Um, yeah, I think everybody's trying to build their immune systems back up. And and uh, so, yeah, I think we're all, I, I've been I've been doing the, um, the what's the tea that's really good? Um, oh, I, I can't remember. Some, some sort of a, um, you know, immune system building tea. Oh, yeah. And, you know, eating the airborns. <laughs> yep, so same. trying to keep myself. And so far, knock on wood, so far I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> so. I know. Yeah, we're doing the same over here and the extra vitamin Cs and all the things and the mm-hmm. elderberries and <laughs> elderberry that was it elder yep. was elderberry tea that I had the other day <laughs> okay yep I know yep. we're doing all the things here too and it's it's literally been every single week another one of my kids is sick it's like Ugh. with a, something different they all are catching something different it's been yep. just been one thing after the next and it's um I'm, I'm looking forward to the to the break yep. the holiday break from school and yes. maybe I mean of course then we're going to be going to you know gatherings and stuff so who knows if we'll <laughs> be catching other things, but you know, um, I'm hoping a little break will help. And I read something that was really interesting and, and I feel like it was spot on. It, it was talking about how, you remember, you remember when we went into the, to 2022, like the start of 22 and we were like, yeah, this is going to be a great year. Like we were coming <laughs> off like unprecedented, you know, right. two years of, of stress and COVID in the and the lockdowns and all of that. And so we, I think we went into 22 with this idea that it's going to be great and we're going to do all the things and we're going to catch back up on everything that we've missed for the last two years. So I think, I think there was a, a bit of a frenetic energy about it. And, and then just this, you know, just trying to shove as much as you can, um, into, you know, into your days, weeks, months. And, and, and so I think we're all run down. And yeah. everybody's just, which actually brings us around to what nice we're talking about today. There. The importance yeah. of what I did. <laughs> see that? I see what you did um, there. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about restorative yoga today. And 
you know, specifically restorative work when it comes to, to kids. But um, it's interesting. I think that when people hear that word restorative or they hear restorative yoga, they think, oh, well, that's for people that can't do regular yoga, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> like it's for old people or people who are injured, you know, and this sort of thing. When in actuality, um, it is an important thing to work in for everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, even in a regular yoga class, you think about it, we end most yoga classes. Oh, I guess every yoga class that I've ever been to mm-hmm. ends in a restorative pose, Shavasana, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so um, we, we, we tend to focus more on the whole beginning piece mm-hmm. of um, the yoga class, you know, the flow and the movement piece of the yoga class. Um, but really, we always say it in our in our kidding around yoga classes too, right? Our peaceful garden, what we call our peaceful garden, which is savasana, is the most important piece. The the piece that we say never to skip. Never skip that part. Yeah. Right. Um, right. And I think it's like a really um, wonderful idea to think about expanding on using restorative poses more often mm-hmm. um, when we can. Uh, and, and, and doing that I, in, in researching for this, uh, podcast, I was listening to some other podcasts and reading some articles and, um, just trying to really wrap my head around what are the benefits? I mean, I mean, I know I love a restorative class and some people, some people don't, some people don't like that stillness. Um, I love a restorative class and, um, for me, it's really helpful for my anxiety to, mm. to be able to get into a really comfortable position that is really supportive yes. and be able to find that stillness and focus on my breath. And, um, you know, it's, it, I, I love that practice. Um, so I really wanted to dive in and wrap my head around, like, you know, what, what is about, what is it about that, that it feels so good for me? Right. And, and let's, let's clarify here too, for, for anybody who's listening, who may not be a hundred percent, may not hundred percent know what restorative yoga mm-hmm. is. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, restorative yoga is really, um, it's a method to, to really soothe your nervous system. And as opposed to something like, sometimes people think like yin yoga and restorative are the same thing. Those are actually two different two different forms of yoga. Right. Yin is, is, is a deep, deep stretch. You go into a posture, you hold it for, for a bit of time, but, but it's really all about that deep, deep stretch. Restorative is really all about being supported everywhere. So any position that you go into, you, you support yourself with blocks, with pillows, with bolsters, you know, blankets, all of these things. So you, so you are in a position where you can completely let go, just completely release and soften, right? Yes. Soften. And it's a, it's a, you're getting in a pose, um, and where, where you, you don't necessarily, you don't want to engage your muscles. You want to be able Mm -hmm. to relax fully in the pose and relax fully into it. And I was listening to a, a podcast with Roger Cole, who has done a lot of research about relaxation and sleep and yoga. And, um, and he was talking about, um, the barrow, uh, reflex, which we've talked about before. I forget mm-hmm. which episode that was in, but we've talked yeah. about that's, you have these barrow receptors in your neck near your carotid artery. And 
when that helped those sensors help to regulate your blood pressure. And so when you're in an upright position, your blood, your, your heart needs to pump harder Mm -hmm. to get the blood up to, to your brain and everything. And, And so it, it, those sensors are telling your, your heart and we're telling your brain and your brain is telling your heart how hard to pump. And that regulates our blood pressure when we lay down or when we go in, um, to a, um, inversion inversion. Thank you. (laughs) Um, then that gravity changes the flow of our blood and it increases the flow through your neck. And so it increases the pressure in your neck. So that activates the sensors to then send your brain a message to your heart for your heart to slow down. So which really slows down your blood pressure. What was so fascinating to me was that he said there is research that also shows those sensors are also sending your brain messages to slow down your brain waves, Mm. which is why we're able to get into a deep relaxation the longer that we hold that in that supported inversion. And uh, he was, he was saying that like our fight, flight, or freeze response, it's like an automatic thing. And Mm -hmm. the, you know, we know that when we're in a stress response, the more easily we keep going into that stress response, it keeps like activating more easily. Same thing on the other side, when we, when, when the barrel receptors send that message of relaxation to our brain, it is the, the longer we can be in it. And the more often we can be in that, the more easily we'll be able to slip into that relaxation. And it's like, you can get deeper and deeper into a relaxation, the longer you're holding that restorative pose. And so I, it was fascinating. Which is why really the consistency of the practice Mm -hmm. is so key, you know, and, and I think just, just making a point to practice this type of yoga, you know, on a weekly basis, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, and aside from the, the science of that too, I mean, we know too, just getting kids to slow down. I mean, gosh, we're in the middle of holiday time. So we know how hectic yeah. <laughs> things can be and yeah. how, how much of a fast pace we're, we're living in and how much pressure are on kids to do all the things. And, um, so it do you also feel like gives too, I mean, again, we're, we're recording this in, in December, this will air in January. So we'll be through this, but, but do you feel like, like I have to, I find myself having to look at my calendar every day and go, okay, like what, what is on today? Okay. What, what activity do we have today? What do we have to do? It's just between the, the band concerts and the, and the after-school activities and the, the, this is and the, that's, it just feels like I, I'm, I'm just having a hard time keeping track of everything yeah. that they, I that know. Do and, yeah. yeah. And then the kids like also wrapping up, you know, their, their school stuff for the end right. of the, you know, to, to the end of the year and assignments and tests that are going to wrap up before the winter break and yep. all of those things, all those extra added Mm-hmm. things we need to give our our children time to slow down and find some stillness and find some comfort in that stillness. Yes. Like yeah. Feeling okay to sit still and relax into it and and to to learn to enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's maybe set the stage. So so for if we were going to practice or we we're going to have our kids practice some restorative things. Let's talk about some things that that are going to be kind of, kind of essential uh, to sort of set the mood, set the tone and this sort of thing. I think first and foremost, 
and and this is as much for me as it is for my children set your bones aside <laughs> like yes. put your bones in another room right like, turn off devices turn off tv turn off you know those those things that are um that are at our fingertips that are mm-hmm. forever stimulating um ourselves maybe just take and and you know if if you're doing this as a family or if you're doing this in in a I don't know, in a, in a classroom, in a group, anything like that. I think taking the technology, setting it aside and just saying, you know what, it's going to be five minutes. We're going to turn it off. We're just going to, mm-hmm. we're just going to leave it alone. <laughs> just, yeah. you know, just, you know, make sure they, they understand it's a short lift thing. All right. We're just going to do this for a little bit, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is that you decide. All right. But setting those phones aside, what are some other things that we need to do to set the stage? Do you think? Yeah, I think um, thinking about our environment a little bit and making sure that the the space is warm and comfortable mm-hmm. and that everybody can feel like they can relax in that space, whether that means, you know, the extra props of pillows and blankets and blocks and mm-hmm. different things like that, setting the lighting to yeah. a, a nice, soft lighting is, is really helpful. So setting the stage and setting your kids up for success with this and trying to like get rid of all of the distractions and anything that might cause discomfort. Well, and, and I think this, this would be such a fun thing to do. I think as a family to, you know, and, and have maybe take turns having people give, you know, maybe you have a particular space, a particular room that might work real well for this, but take turns having people set the stage, right? So, so, all yeah. right, today it's your turn. You get to go in and get the room ready and, you know, maybe light a candle or maybe, you know, uh, turn on some battery operated candles or, <laughs> you know, or choose, choose what music you're going to listen to or, or this sort of thing. I think that'd be, that'd be a fun mm-hmm. thing to do, uh, as a family. Yeah. I love that. I think the kids would, um, really, uh, get, get into that and get into <laughs> setting the stage and yeah. picking the music and all, and all of that, that, that would be definitely and, add a little element choosing, where they feel part of that setup. Right. And choosing which, um, like which props they want to, I know, like, uh, my, my youngest is, well, both my boys, but especially my youngest is really into like super soft blankets. Like yes. every year at Christmas, we get them a new blanket and, and it's some sort of really cool, really soft, really fuzzy blanket mm-hmm. loves that. So, you know, having people choose which kind of, you know, comfort item they want with them, whether it's a, a weighted stuffed animal or a weighted blanket or a, just a super soft blanket, something like that, just yeah. allowing mm-hmm. them to choose that and, and bring that with them. Yes. Yep. A, a definitely an item of comfort. My kids love soft blankets too. Must be a thing. It's <laughs> a thing. Um, yeah. And then I think thinking about the poses and not having the expectation that our kids are going to be able to stay in a pose. And we know focus is, is hard. It's hard for adults sometimes to, to hold a pose, um, even when it feels super comfortable, but you know, you get distracted and you're thinking about things that you have to do. And so sometimes it's, it is hard to, to maintain your focus in the pose. So when we're talking about doing restorative poses with children, we really need to think about ways that we can sort of encourage and engage them mm-hmm. in during the pose. And, you know, our, our first one that, that we always talk about in our trainings is what we talk about pose pros. And that's really just talking them through a pose. So like you may have them get into, like, I know I've done 
have them get into child's pose. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in child's pose, they're holding child's pose and you're telling them maybe that they're turtles and they're inside their turtle shell. And what would be inside your turtle shell? What color is inside your shell? What what kinds of things would you have with you? And kind of you're, you're talking them through, letting them use their imagination so that they're holding the pose, but they're really engaged in this active imagination so it will keep them there and keep them, um, you know, focused uh, yeah. and, and able to to hold that pose longer than if we just had some quiet music on and and we're asking them to hold child's pose. Right, right. And then I mean, and I love that uh, you know, creating some sort of a, a of a you know imagination, you know, imaginative journey mm-hmm. within the pose. A- another, I think, a key um, thing to do is 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 to take you can you can take a restorative pose like say legs up the wall. And if you're not familiar with legs up the wall, what that is, is you just, you, you are, you are next to a wall and you position yourself so that your, your hips are right up against the wall. And then your legs are literally up the wall. So uh, you get in that position and, and maybe with, with the kids, you might get them in that position and say, okay, let's rest our uh, let's rest a stuffed animal on top of our feet, or let's, if you have yoga blocks, let's stack some yoga blocks, see how many yoga blocks we can stack up there to encourage them to kind of stay in that position and just, you know, give them something to focus on while they're, while they're doing that. So keep it interesting, keep it engaging for them. Yeah, definitely. Another one I've done that's similar to that with, with using props is having um, the kids, if, if this is, if you have a couple of kids or if you're in a class, or if you have a, a couple of group of friends over the house, have them get into uh, a supported bridge pose. So, and that's, you know, you're, you're, you're in bridge pose, but you put a block under, under your sits bones. And then you have um, uh, ping pong balls and a straw. Each kid has a ping pong ball and a straw and they blow their ping pong ball underneath the line of the bridge. And then they go around the other side and they get into bridge pose. And then the next person gets down and blows their you know, so they're, they're sending the ping pong ball through the bridge and then going and getting in bridge pose and waiting for their friends to then send. Why do, um, why do I not know about this? This is- I, I don't know. <laughs> I love this idea. This is wonderful. Right? So fun. They love it. Ping pong um, it ball it's sort of strong. the opposite uh, of doing, uh, you know, downward dog tunnel, but you're in, <laughs> right. you're in bridge pose with the ping pong balls. I like um, it. They I love like it. it. Yeah. So that's, that's another fun one to do. And then another fun thing to do, which I like to do um, for family classes is to take turns having uh, different members of the family get into a restorative pose, like maybe again, say child's pose, and then have the other person give them some gentle pressure on their back, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of give them a little, little back massage while they're in child's pose. And then they switch and then the other person goes into child's pose and then it's, the other person has to give the little, the gentle, gentle pressure and massage or whatever that that may be. So another, another great restorative pose. Um, I use a lot in my adult classes, but, uh, but you could certainly use this with kids, um, is, uh, is recline it's soup to bada konasana it's reclined bound angle or reclined cobbler's pose and in this position in this pose you're on your back soles of the feet together knees wide and then you can eat you can lay on a um lay on a bolster or a pillow or something so your head is just slightly elevated or even flat but then taking and maybe putting a block or a 
cushion or something under each knee so they're fully supported and um, and that's just a lovely position to be in I mean I I, I usually start shavasana out that way in my adult classes mm-hmm. and I say hey listen stay here if this feels great you're here I mean if you want to stretch everything out stretch everything out but but that's a nice um, a nice restorative uh, position is that uh, reclined bound angle pose really yeah good yeah I love that position too and I think another reminder too is during our peaceful garden or Shavasana, um, offering the kids up to find the, the pose that feels best for them. Maybe it's, it's not, you know, corpse pose, maybe it's Supta Baddha Konasana or, um, you know, child's pose or whatever that, that pose might feel most comfortable for them. What, what I think we want to drive home when we're doing restorative yoga, especially is, finding the comfort in the pose yep. and finding that it feels good and feels supported so that you can relax for the, mm-hmm. the, the most amount of time that, that you, yep. you know, that you want to. And then, and then some other things that you can do too, and this kind of falls in line with, with setting the stage, I suppose, or, or like that is, is um, offering up little props like an eye pillow or mm. little pillows that they can, or little weighted objects that they can hold in their hand, or maybe like it's a weighted blanket or a weighted stuffed animal that can be draped over the pelvis and legs up the wall or something like that. And, and the little eye pillow things, that's such a fun thing to have in kids yoga. And talk about like something that helps the kids stay in Shavasana. Kids love that. Yeah. And I'll make yes. it. And, and what we're referring to for little eye pillows, the way we do it, or the way I've done it in my classes is I literally just take socks, right? I just get a batch of socks, these, uh, you know, socks that you can find at wherever, Costco, Target, something like that. And then you fill them with rice. And, you know, you can, you know, obviously you got to be careful about this one, but you can scent the rice if you want. Um, sometimes kids are susceptible to, to lavender. They don't like that scent as much. I, I have used that before, but some kids don't love that. But vanilla is the other thing. Oh, vanilla mm. is such a lovely smell. And, and kids usually really enjoy that one. So I've scented rice with vanilla before or just have it unscented, right? So you fill the sock and then you literally just tie a knot in the end of it. So the rice stays in there and then they can take that sock and then they can lay it across their eyes and it feels really nice. And that just that pressure, that little bit of pressure on the eyes can really elicit um, a calming response. So that's a, a fun thing to add in to some of your restorative poses is some of those little props. Yeah, I love that. I've also done the the little stones on their forehead. Um, Ooh, yeah. And you can, you can um, sometimes I'll, I'll put them in the freezer before class. So they're nice and cold. If mm. you wanted to go with the cold um, or you can have them be, be a, a, on the warmer side and you can also put a little essential oil on those too, to make them a little bit scented. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a nice way to help them to stay still too. And, and, and to really enjoy the pose. Right. Right. I love all this. Great, great, great ideas. I think the bottom line is just, um, you know, we all, we, we all need the, we all need the restorative. <laughs> we all need these opportunities to slow down, to be still. And it's, it's, it can be, uh, it can be a little intimidating, but here's the other thing too, that I would encourage parents, teachers, etc. Don't make any assumptions about your kids. I've had people say to me like, oh, my kid would never lay still. <laughs> but it's like, I've had them in my yoga class. I'm like, no, your kid actually does lay still. <laughs> so, so try not to like make any assumptions about 
you know, your, your, your students or your children, just give them the opportunity and, and try different things, try different poses, you know, experiment and see, because for each kid, they're going to resonate with something a little bit different. Um, but just giving them that opportunity and practicing consistently to find out what works best for them, I think is key. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I love that. I love that experimentation, experiment with the props, experiment with the poses mm-hmm. and let them explore and, and see what feels good for them. Yeah, absolutely. Great conversation as usual, Kelly. I love it. And um, I look forward to visiting with you again, of course. And we're just happy to have all of you here with us. And we just appreciate everybody listening. Yep. See you all next week. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to subscribe and give us a written review to help us reach others and share all the benefits of kids yoga and mindfulness. If you want more information on all that Kidding Around Yoga has to offer, you can find us at kiddingaroundyoga.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Kidding Around Yoga. We will meet you back here next week for another fun conversation with Christy and Kelly. Thank you.